My name is Father Mike Delaney and I'm the parish priest of the Kingston Channel Catholic Parish in the Archdiocese of Hobart. This is my homily for the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Welcome to the fourth and final week of the message series Preparing for Mission. Over the past three weeks we've seen how the disciples, how we, have been challenged to move from being listeners of the word to being missionary disciples called to go out to proclaim the word to the world. Our gospel readings over these three weeks have been focusing on two main questions. The first is how prepared are we to leave everything behind and to follow the way of the Lord without having the security, the support we think is necessary for our journey. We heard how Jesus first sent out the disciples and then the 72 to prepare the way for him as he travelled towards Jerusalem and all that would be that would hold for him. We heard how they were not to take anything extra and they were to accept whatever hospitality they were offered. After speaking about this over these past weeks, I've since read that having no purse, no haversack, no sandals means that they would really be relying on the generosity of others in the extreme. Why? Well, because a purse contains money to buy things for later. A haversack carries stuff for later. Sandals speaks about continuing a journey beyond where you are right now. The challenge for the disciples and for us is to be present to, in this moment to the opportunity to be the face of Christ to others, not tomorrow or some other time in the future. Plans are good and we do need to know where we're going, but if we miss the present moment, then we can really miss what God is asking of us. And the second question is, how do we actually live this invitation to be a missionary disciple? The Gospel last weekend relating the parable of the Good Samaritan reminded us that being a Christ follower means very definitely stepping out of our comfort zone. According to the requirements of their vocation as priest and Levite, the first two men acted as the law required them so that they could remain ritually clean. To have done anything for the man would have prevented them from performing their ministries. The problem was that the injured man wasn't a ministry. He was actually an invitation to ministry and by their actions they failed to respond to the great commandment. The Samaritan didn't have the restrictions of the law. He was actually able to see a need and he acted upon it. His response was the response that Pope Francis is continually posing to the church. Just do it. So what do we need to do after listening to our readings today to help us better understand how we're to prepare for mission. Obviously there's an aspect of hospitality we can get from both the book of Genesis and from the Gospel of Luke. Secondly, there's the knowledge that we've been promised something more from Genesis and the letter to the Colossians. And thirdly, there's the reminder of the greatness of God's gift in all three readings. Hospitality, as we know, was an essential part 
of life for the Jewish people. The stranger in their midst was to be treated with great respect and honoured. We see how in the first reading, Abraham went to great lengths to ensure that the three visitors were provided firstly with a place to rest and then the opportunity to enjoy the feast he had prepared. In our Gospel reading we heard how Jesus was able to enjoy the hospitality of Martha and Mary in circumstances which highlight how Luke presents women in his Gospel. It would seem that Luke presents the occasion of Martha as the head of the household in a situation that was unusual in society at the time. The second aspect of these readings is that a promise is made to Abraham and Sarah that they will have a child when the visitor returns next year. We know that both Abraham and Sarah are quite elderly at this time and this promise takes Sarah especially by surprise. In fact, we're told in the verses immediately following our reading today. Sarah says, Now that I'm past the age of childbearing, and my husband is an old man, is pleasure to come my way again? But the Lord asked Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Am I really going to have a child now that I am old? Is anything too wonderful for the Lord? At the same time next year, I shall visit you and Sarah will have a son. I did not laugh, Sarah said, lying because she was afraid. But he replied, Oh yes you did. And yes, a year later, Isaac had been born and the promise made to Abraham that he would be the father of a great nation is now moving towards its fulfilment. A promise is also made in the letter to the Colossians as Paul writes, I've become the, I became the servant of the church when God made me responsible for delivering God's message to you. The message which was a mystery hidden for generations and centuries and has now been revealed to his saints. It was God's purpose to reveal it all to them and to show all the rich glory of his mystery to pagans. Not only was the promise to Abraham fulfilled, but it is fulfilled by a person, Jesus the Christ, the Son of God. Paul understood that all he was experiencing was for the glory of God, and so that everyone would know the wonder and love of God made real in Jesus. He tells us as much as he says, The mystery is Christ among us, your hope of glory. But underpinning these three readings is the graciousness of God as he cares for us, his people. I've already mentioned the ways in which it has been spoken of in our first two readings, but it's made more real for us in the Gospel story of the visit of Jesus to the home of Martha and Mary. There are a variety of ways we could look at this reading, and there have been times when I've taken the side of either Martha or Mary in, this, in their situation. It would be lovely to be able to sit back at the feet of Jesus and simply listen but what about Martha as she works to provide the hospitality that was so essential within the society? Today, in the context of this message series, Preparing for Mission, I'd like to look at both with the hope that their behaviour might actually encourage us to be more open to understand what it means to be a missionary disciple. 
as I mentioned at the beginning of today, the message series started with the disciples being sent out to prepare the way of the Lord as Jesus sent his feet, set his feet towards Jerusalem. But what was happening before that moment? Jesus had been preparing his disciples by teaching them and sharing with them his compassion for the broken and those in need of healing. Being a disciple means being a student, hence much of their time was spent listening to Jesus and learning from him. This is the attitude that Jesus commends in Mary in the Gospel passage. In fact, as Martha complains, Jesus comments, Martha, Martha, you worry and fret about so many things, and yet few are needed, indeed only one. It is Mary who has chosen the better part. So the sitting and listening is important, because how else, how else would we be able to go out and speak about, show by our lives, what the teaching of Jesus means to us? Taking time each day to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to his words in the scripture is essential for all of us so that we can grow in our relationship with God and with each other. But it's important that we don't think that that is all we are called to do. Remember that we are being called to be missionary disciples. That means we are being prepared for mission, to go out to the world to tell the good news. Jesus didn't say that to Martha that Mary had chosen the only part. He said at this time she had chosen the better part. So it is important to listen and learn, but it is also an important part of our lives to know that we will be sent out as both the Twelve and the Seventy-Two were sent so that others might learn the good news about Jesus. This was the message that Paul gave to the Colossians and it's the message that we can take with us today. The mystery is Christ among us, your hope of glory. This is the Christ we proclaim. This is the wisdom in which we thoroughly train everyone and instruct everyone to make them all perfect in Christ.